Welcome to Talent Talk. I'll, I'll start us off here. Today we are going to be talking about the March Movie Madness Bracket. Uh, and so uh, we've got a bunch of people around the table here. So let's see uh, who who's uh, talking here today. I'm Colton. I've been here all the time. I'm, I'm Alex. Up. I've been here like half the time. I'm Eve. I'm tired. I'm Logan. I've been here one time. I'm Mr. Cannon. Also one time. I'm Mr. Sheehy, and I'm not even here right now. Fair enough. All right, and I, I'm Mr. Dixon. Um, I would like to give a shout out to our two listeners. There's Maya, and we have a new listener. Ooh, you have a new one? Oh. Yes, so thank I'm, you for listening, Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Becca. Thank you. Thanks. I think she goes by Becky. 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 Thank you, Becky. I was told her name is Rebecca. My apologies, Rebecca. Thank you for listening, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> but, Becky, if you're out there, yeah. thank you as well for listening. Yeah. And a shout out to Officer Handy as well. Has he been listening? Is, uh, I think he's been listening yeah, as well. Nice. And uh, I, I know he really wanted to be here, but he's got big plans this weekend, so he couldn't be here. So, And we're also going to have um, Mr. McKaylin and I are going to jump in at the end of this uh, to announce the actual winner of the March movie Madness. But right now, I'm not allowed to say anything, so you'll have to wait until this afternoon to find out. So right now, we're going to be speculating on the final two so that we have. So this podcast is just going to be asking girl for information on which one won. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Like, I feel like I need a bright, like, So we're doing just, like, 20 up. questions or something? There is. 19. There does seem to be a, a winner who has emerged, but I am not at liberty to divulge that right now. So the top two we have are uh, the Lion King and the Princess Bride. Hmm. Um, is Mr. McKaylin under like an invisibility cloak or something? Yes, he's hiding in the corner. Oh, okay. Uh, I was confused. Yeah. Which corner, like, though? I think that would have the most space. I'm not at liberty to tell you. Do you throw over there? Right now, the listeners are like, I wonder which corner they're pointing at. <laughs> <laughs> we are pointing at the southeast corner. Ah. Okay. The one with the not stuff in it. That, that's the southeast corner over there. Oh. All right, so I speculate. <laughs> all the listeners are like, oh, that corner. <laughs> uh, I, well, should we speculate on who we think the winner is going mean, to be, or it, should we just talk about the matchup? It's obviously yeah. Princess Bride, but I, I think... obviously not. No, it, it definitely won, but just the Lion the King is an amazing <laughs> film, so yes. even though Princess Bride's going to win, I think we should like, like acknowledge how good Lion King is. Technically, anything that beats Princess Bride, I will vote for, so... How many times have you seen Princess Bride, Eve? Like two. <laughs> okay, that's the. It's one of those movies that really grows on you as you watch it. It's like the quotes you don't get the first time, and the movie seems silly and weird. I remember the first time my yeah. buddy made me watch it. I was like, "What the hell is this? And why do you like it so much?" But then I watched it a few more times, and then I heard some more quotes, and then I watched it a few more times, and then I started really liking the quotes, and I started watching it more, and then eventually you realize the movie is like simply brilliant. Yeah, so good. It's so good. So good. But it takes some like. You gotta let it. You gotta let it like wash over you a little bit. It has the best rewatchability of any and movie. I, oh, I, yeah, I think that's what it. In fact, to the point where each watch may be even better than the one before it. I think there there are some movies that are like that. Like the Napoleon Dynamite for me. When I first walked out of the movie theater <laughs> so after terrible. watching that, I was like, "What was that?" My wife was like, "What was that?" And then as as like it percolated, it got better. Mm -hmm. And then we watched it again when it came out on DVD, and we were like. This is hysterical. Now every time we watch it, it just gets a little bit funnier and funnier. Wait, was Napoleon Dynamite even on the brackets? Um, no. I think it was on the top 200 maybe, the okay. original oh. bracket. All right. It was in there, but did, people didn't put it on. All right. I get it. Yeah. Because it's not like, you know, an enjoyable movie with like a nice linear plot. <laughs> no, it's oh, not. It's pretty much uh, or, no, or I've or never a plot. seen Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> what is the plot? 
Uh, a dance move? A kid a, a having kid. having skills? <laughs> His search for skills. His search, His search for skills. For skills. Yeah. Uncle Rico is gonna throw okay. this football okay. no, no, no. over Ninja the mountain. Skills, computer hacking <laughs> for, skills. For a yeah. second, I thought you were gonna say that the uh, dynamite is dancing. <laughs> the dancing no, is dynamite. Yeah. dynamite. <laughs> what? All right, maybe that's the next movie you have to do is like a yeah. you know, a dancing on a dynamite, day, just a movie. Mm. Yeah, we were thinking yeah, um, uh, we were of watching. Uh, somebody had mentioned we should wa- do a showing of the the classic Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, oh no, yeah. no, what a jam! No. Not in theaters. It's you did not see it in theaters. The not, the original one? No, not no. the original one. Yep, sorry. The new I one. I missed a word there. Seems My good. Bad. The original one. The no. new one's brilliant. Yeah, the new, new one's one. Good. The new one. We will forget the original one. I cannot with Mario shoes. They're too dirty <laughs> <What>? <laughs> my issue with the lion king is when you take a look back it's it's a it's plagiarized and i for a while i was talking with mr mckinland like maybe we should disqualify it based <laughs> on plagiarism and that would be a great talking point for plagiarism because if you look back in japan there was a book series turned into like a i think it was like a, a, a mini series movie called uh, kimba the white lion and when you look at images of Kimba the White Lion in conjunction with with uh, the Lion King, it's like amazing, like how much of a ripoff it really is. Huh? Like a shot for shot, like yes, like there's <laughs> even a shot of like you know like somebody holding up you know the the little baby Kimba, this little tiny white lion over this big rock, and like he's got the like the the bird friend, and there's like the the, the little monkey baboon guys in there. Um, there's like a Tamoon and a Pumbaa, like it's like almost exactly the same exact thing. And it came out before the line. Came. And it came out before the line. But, but interestingly, they, they tried to do a reboot of Kimba the White Lion at one point, and Disney sued them for infringement, <laughs> copyright infringement. <laughs> like, oh. Even though, like, Simba the White, uh, Kimba the, the White Lion was Take well that, Ron before. DeSantis. Simba the Yellow Lion. <laughs> so it's like this weird, like, intellectual property battle that I just can't. Clarify in my head. Now Everybody's that I playing actually, characters, Disney's playing chess. I, I actually agree with you here. We should take out the Lion King and put in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, when you say Lord of the Rings, what do you mean? Yeah, Lord of the Rings has already been disqualified. Lord of the Rings is and there's and there's three movies. So which movie are you talking about? I'm talking about the last one. Oh, the last oh. one was the worst one. Oh no, it was that the was best. The worst second one. Yes, I, I, it was. But I was sitting the last there movie crying, was like thinking that pages photo of books, or not even like just stuffed into three hours, and I think it was a little too. There was not enough going on for me personally. The but, third yes, one, yes, but big yeah. cinematic battles. In Return of the King, is this the one we're talking about? Well, they actually, you know, they took a lot from Two Towers and actually put it in the Return of the King. Like Shelob is in Two Towers, not Return of the Kings as far as the book is. So really, they took like a lot from two books for that third movie. But I don't disagree with Logan. It's um. We're getting sidetracked here talking about Lord of the. It, the so uh, the fellowship is clearly the best. Yeah, yeah, really agreed. So can we agree that the, twi- uh, the Twin Towers, in, in the form of movies, is the worst? They they just walk out. Uh, two two towers? towers and no, uh, Return of the King was worst. Yeah, okay, I, I I don't remember what movie it was, but um I liked it when Gandalf became Gandalf the White for Gandalf. Gandalf. The and yes, that would be two towers. Gandalf. I, I think the thing that, that knocks Return of the King down for me is that they took out the scouring of the Shire. It's yep. this whole chapter with the ho- uh, hobbits coming back to town and they like, 
the there's hoodlums these, have taken over the shire, shire. Yeah, and the hobbits are like, uh, yeah, no, we're we're not gonna. We've battled like orcs and right. terrible wizards and monsters, and we're like, we're not gonna let a bunch Pull of hoodlums. Yeah, and they like kick, the they run them out of town. It's actually brilliant. Okay. It's like the best chapter. And they what if we right just over that. what if we just take out all the seeds and just leave the scenes with Legolas? And there's a <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time when Legolas like surfs down the trunk of like too. the giant elephant. Like, like at that point, Stop I'm like, okay, no, elephants. That actually is what it's called. Hey, if Colin elephant. and I are agreeing, you know it's correct. Elephant. Listen, I've been dating oh, Legolas for the whole time. No, it's not an elephant. It's an elephant. Okay, elephant. We're not going there. Yeah. Nope. And surfing down the on the shield. He still only counted one though. Oh, surfing down the shield on the stairs. The best part of those movies, Gimli. Gimli, I mean, that's. I mean. Never throw a dwarf. <laughs> you know what? I, the, throw my, the dwarf, but don't tell Leg the Elf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, you're not wrong. I just, um, the, the, the three uh, trio there, Aragorn, Legolas, and Ghibli, they're just like my favorite. Always together. Because they can actually do stuff. We got it. Yeah, Frodo yeah. is just like sitting there crying in the corner while everyone else fights. Well, it's because Samwise is actually the hero of the story. Yeah, oh, yeah of really course. Yeah. Because Frodo's just, yeah, in a state of despair. and He's in a corner crying while everyone else does all the work. Yes. And when you read the books, it really, it's like you're really hanging out with Sam the whole time. Frodo is just like a zombie walking next to him, and you're like in Sam's yep. head the whole time. And Sam's the real hero. Absolutely. Sam takes the ring and gives the ring back to Frodo, something like, you know, most people would have a really hard time with. So, like, you know. Samwise all day, just saying. Yep. Well, he got in, well. Frodo got intimidated by um, Gollum, so I think if and Gollum Sam was, was just the one out, who, like I don't think he stabbed him, but he did something. He definitely was unhappy with Gollum for a long time. Also, yeah, the you know in the books, like Frodo never turns on Sam and sides with Gollum. It was like really weird that they made that choice. In he the sided movies. with the ring. Gollum still wanted to. Get the ring. He's never. He's never banned. Like like Frodo never sends Sam away. Like that never happens. So how far does Lord of the Rings actually make it in this bracket? Um, <laughs> two rounds. Two rounds. It beat uh, Coco and lost to Home Alone. Okay. Lost to Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone is a gem. Shocking to me. Wow. Is it shocking? That's surprising. This is Macaulay Culkin. I I mean I like. I like Home Alone, but I can only watch that just so much because I actually found Macaulay Culkin really annoying in that movie. Yeah. It's like, crowbar yeah. is up. There's a reason you got left home, kid. Right? Like, uh, yeah, because he, he sucks. He, right. He, didn't he, he gets, like, banished from dinner because he's being a pain and goes yeah. up into the attic, right? And that's why they forget him. Well, I mean, is that what happened? Now his older brother eats all the pizza that he wanted and then laughs in his face when, when he gets no dinner and then his parents are like, screw you, kid, you don't need to eat and then they banish him to the attic. I mean, that's, that's cold. That's that, cold. That's fair. Right? Maybe his brother should have had some repercussions for intentionally eating all the food that uh, Kevin wanted. It was Okay, enjoyable. speaking of someone with siblings, that's never how that works. It's never how that works, that's it's true. Never but isn't that, that unfair? Ever. Isn't that how unfair? Isn't that a little bit unfair? No, because it happens to literally all of us. So Kevin just needed to like suck it up and deal with it. Yes. yes. Which he does as he goes upstairs and has to share a bed with a kid who pees all over him. <laughs> Again, I'm just saying, like maybe it's, you know, it's it, he gets a bum rap. Right, Dirk? Yeah. yeah we just had uh, Dirk and uh, William join us. Whoa. More freshmen. <laughs> Oh my god, these are all freshmen except for Logan. Thank you, Logan. Good job being here. Because freshmen, right. freshmen are superior. Well, right. they are. Yeah, yes, they are. Superior to like 
We're, we're superiors. We have axe and yeah. swords. Yeah, we're gonna fight <laughs> orcs. Like <laughs> <laughs> I missed the memo. I forgot to break my sword. Okay, bringing it back to movies. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So, what are, what are thoughts about Princess Bride? Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Princess Bride should win. Yeah. I'm not sure if it did win. Or um, wait a minute. Wait. All right. So just to push back a little win. bit. What about the scenes with the grandpa reading to the kid? I mean, like boring as can be. Like what They're the hell hilarious. is that even? Though? Okay. No. No. So here's here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. It's an essential part of. I would, okay. Good. Explain this. Of of the story. So it's a frame story, right? So we are experiencing the the story of Wesley and the Princess Bride and and all the characters through the imagination of the little kid. So like, all right, so I recently watched this with one of uh, my kids who had never seen it before. And they sort of reluctantly accepted the start of the movie and were like, this is kind of stupid and kind of lame. And then by the end of the movie, they were like, I am Inigo Montoya, you killed my father. (laughs) Like straight up quoting the film. And like that is the viewer's experience. So like if all you did was watch the story of the main characters, without sort of the experiencing kid, it through that reluctant kid, oh, you wouldn't love it the movie ha- like you do. It also adds to the nostalgia, because uh, you know I'm sure a lot of people have very fond memories of their grandfather reading them stories. Yes. Did, no. Has anybody Damn watched that, this movie while sick? No. Uh, no. Yes. Like, Actually, I think, Robot and Uncle. I think that's like one of the great things about this movie. I think one of the first times I saw it, I think I was like actually sick and lying on the couch <laughs> watching this movie about a sick kid whose grandfather's telling him a story while I'm getting the story. Yeah. So it's like the, the fun thing about that is that it allows for like fourth wall breaks. Normally, you can't do that because like it's there is no uh, visible fourth wall. If they do it, then you're drawing the audience's attention away from the story. Whereas when you have that second layer, you can break the second fourth wall, I guess, <laughs> the eighth wall. And, and <laughs> the movie is based on a book that actually does break the fourth wall. So if you've ever read the book, The Princess Bride, there's always a book. It's but it's yeah. like a it's like a guy telling the story about the book, but he's like preventing you from having to read the original book by telling you sort of like that's the, all the, that's the premise of the book, the book oh, itself. Kind of yeah. fun. The author William Goldman wrote the book um, The Princess Bride is told by S. Morgan Stern. Right. Mm-hmm. Who is a fictional character. Yes. Who is a fictional character. Yes. Who's so there's no grandpa author. and no kid in the book. Right. But it's similar that like you're right. being told the story. Yes. Because when you're reading the, the Goldman book, when you're reading the book the author is talking to you, the reader. He's like, at this part of the book, they spend three pages talking about what Princess Buttercup packs. But we're going to skip that and get to this point, <laughs> which is way more interesting. So he's like breaking the fourth wall with you and telling you the story. But not really, because it's a different guy yes. doing it. Yeah. That's kind of fun. I, the, so like it also reminds me a little bit of the, the another great framed narrative, which is the never ending story. Right. Which That's has another great, great that one like, is, uh, is twist that a, on that's the story. It's a super depressing it is movie. It's a super depressing part. movie because of one scene. And, and when the horse dies? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. You mean Artax? Yeah. I'm yeah, all set no. on that. Thank you. I've not never seen the movie, movie but I've only my, my father specifically wanted to show me the scene where the horse dies, no. and now I can't watch it. No. Yes. It's so cruel. It is. It's terrible. I, I remember crying when I first yeah. saw that. Like the whole. And I did because I had no like emotional connection to the horse because I didn't watch the movie. I also really love the rock biters. Like yeah. these hands. Yeah, these hands. Yeah, that looked like Henry Kissinger. Uh, the Nothing Man. What's more terrifying? That's what I'm saying. It's too much. That movie was too much. Yeah, the void. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Who was my favorite character? Yes, of course. So I think the other thing we should talk about regarding, like, I, I know there, there seems to be a lot of support here for uh, the Princess Bride. No, 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 I, I'm, I'm in Lion King camp. You're in Lion King camp. Okay. Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. Princess thank you. Bride's like one of the best. Yeah, okay, but let, let's break it down, right? Yeah. Princess Bride. Yeah. It, it's like for fun. Yes. But there's no hero's journey. There's yes, no. Yes, there is. There literally is. I'm sorry. I, I thought I was making a point here. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, there, there isn't. Wesley is just like the hero from the beginning, and he's yeah. he doesn't like really change at all. Whereas you know, in the Lion King, Simba's journey is like really well. It's actually kind of messed up and twisted, where he like thinks he's responsible for his own father's death, and he runs away to hide from it, and then he runs into these people who are like, "Yes, it's okay to hide from it. We just pretend like bad things don't happen." But then he's forced to reconcile with the fact that like you can't do that, and then he has to come back and face his uncle. It's like the whole that's a hero's journey. Yeah. That is like emotional and character development. That's just not present in the Princess Bride. That was stolen from a Japanese movie. It's, it may have been plagiarized, but <laughs> Your we hero's ev stolen. every hero's journey Bride was stolen from the Greeks, right? Like you know, wait, wait, but explain it to me, Alex. Explain to me the hero's journey in Princess Bride. It depends on what character we're focusing on specifically. Okay, wait, you know, there's okay. a lot of heroes. Okay. I agree with you on Wesley. We don't see his hero's journey, okay, so yeah. that doesn't count. I was gonna make a case for. Um, Buttercup, but then I realized that I don't actually remember like anything about her. So instead, I'm gonna pass it over to Colton, who remembers like every scene from it. <laughs> is there a hero's journey? If there is, it would be for Nico. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's his plan the whole time? Kill it's just to kill us. Um, and what does he do? Kill murder. He kills kill us. So yeah. he doesn't change. He doesn't grow. Yeah. He has one goal and achieves it. I agree. There is not much of um, like a journey. There is some character development, but not much. Right. You know, I've never thought of this before. It's mostly a comfort film, which is good. Which is great. Yeah. Um, and it adds the replayability to, like, the rewatchability. Um, but Lion King makes you weep. Okay, can, no. can we throw another element into here? Quotability. Oh, oh, how Honda. well wait, can wait. you quote uh, Akuna Matata. Okay, can you, you killed name my father. Lines other than All right. Akuna Matata? Now give me two more quotes. That's Princess Bride. And one of them, can, they both yeah. cannot be Next. Long Live the King. Oh, you want more quotes? Yes. Um, um, uh, those, 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 uh, those, those bright stars in the sky are giant balls of burning gas. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the antelopes eat the grass. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes. Um, I know. Kung Simba's Kung. alive. Mm -hmm. Nailed that one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and how I'm, how often do you quote those in everyday life? I killed Mufasa. That's mm -hmm. another good one. Mm -hmm. Um. How often do you say those? Pretty much yeah. everything Ed says in the whole movie. Yes. Yeah, Kuma yeah, that's Matata? That's totally, that's totally yeah. No, that's already been said. How often oh. do you spit out, you killed my father in your daily life? Oh, that's about Like, like <laughs> times a day. <laughs> that's yeah, you're trying to cult in yeah, here. Yeah, that, no, that does happen, <laughs> you know. 
I am also not. You tell me you don't yeah. go up to random people, point at them, and go, "You killed my father." No, no, no. Six finger man. Oh, oh, stop saying six that. Six fingered man. Six fingered man. I, I yeah, think he's I a six foot man. Anybody want to? I don't think what? I did. Did I? Oh, we can realize. I thought I said six fingered table thing, but. So I, I think so. I, I was talking with somebody, uh, a buddy of mine, and he was saying how he has on his wedding rings. He and his wife, they on their wedding rings, they've got the love, true love, <laughs> spelled like that. And I guess they had to like explain it to like the the oh jeweler when they got it because they're just such like princess bride fans and i think that it's like one of those things that gives princess bride like a leg up i for, for me personally anyway because it's it's like such a great quotable movie i mean when i think some of my favorite movies like airplane like it's so quotable uh monty python and the holy grail like you could just quote these movies and everybody every time you say something like that it just People just start laughing. You know, this but a scratch, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that's mm. funny." You know, like coconuts. <laughs> Wait, did, did you just coconuts? quote Moana? Coconuts. You got two halves. Whoops. Uh, no. Yeah, you got two halves. Coconuts movie to bang together. So you're welcome. I forgot I know. the rest of it, but <laughs> I also have engravings on my wedding ring. It's the Lord of the Rings engraving. Oh, uh, like, so in I, the land of Mordor, where the shadows uh, lie, I've got that engraved. That, that, on it. It, not that. If you put it in fire, does it glow yeah. a little bit brighter? No, it's, it, the it's the language of Mordor. Yeah. Oh, so it's, yeah. yeah. Does it yeah. glow brighter when you stick it in a fireplace? Everything you glows brighter when you see stick it in a fireplace. Fire. Well, like, you wouldn't. Okay. You can't. It's not yeah. there now. No, but if I put it in a fire, cool. Yeah, then it shows up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's kind of cool. I can see it right now. Oh, I'm like basically Tom Bombadil. Oh. Which is why I can put on the ring, but I don't go invisible. So, so the thing is, I can relate to um, the uh, Lord of the Rings so much because the Eye of Mordor. <laughs> you have Mordor? No, the, <laughs> no, the Eye of Mordor. Oh, the um, Eye of Mordor. Yeah, so it can see a lot. And, like You can see everything, but also it's kind of blindsided. So, so are we making an analogy that like Connor Parsons is the Eye of Sauron here? What? Yeah. Uh, he no. sees all. He, does. he sees all, Sauron but I imagine not. He totally I see all. Misses two hobbits walking through his entire realm. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because he was focused on the big battle. So he does not see all. Yeah, but he can see all. Remember when can. Frodo puts on the ring and he goes and looks right over at. So that's not all. That's like literally looking at the dude well, wearing his ring. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's very specific. He goes in a circle, and like in the time that he goes in a circle, like Frodo and Sam have time to move to. Right, a so he can't angle. see all. If he's if he's forced to look in a circle, that means at any point in time he's definitely not seeing. All. So he can see the, all, but cannot see all at once. Okay, that's true. But all of us. Now I'm just imagining Crikey. like. The Eye of Sauron just spinning really, really quickly. That's just a, a blur. <laughs> just like you can I'm really glad see you came all. in, Dirk. That would be a bit more scary, though. Just seeing it like go back and forth, though, as if it's constantly or looking like, stuff. Right. It is. Now, it's now like, that I have around, the like watching things. All right. Now that I have the table. Speaking of quotable movies, I know it's not on the bracket, unfortunately, but Kung Fu Panda. I can pretty much I rehearse it. Your this well, How was yeah, your bracket? Fine. The one that you made Kung Fu Panda. Um, in place of something else, and just made it win. Oh well, yeah, of course, because it 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 would. <laughs> uh, people yeah. do not agree with you. The people didn't care. put it on the bracket. I have right. seen they it put 1917 in... on it before Kung Fu Panda. Okay, but who even made this bracket? Me. The people. So I suppose we could we could scale back in case people have missed a lot of this, but the bracket was created. We started with 200 movie titles. And we sent that out to the school, and so everybody just voted on their favorites, and then we just went pure 
numbers to determine the 64 bracket. Was Rocky so the top a 64. There? What's that? Was the Rocky Horror Picture Show in there? I don't know if it was. Because we keep talking about these quotable was. movies, and it's really think, making me think, think about the first 200. I think right. it, it should have made it. So the, the movie really that jam. got the most votes ended up at number one yes. in the bracket, and then we worked our way down to the 64th place, and then it just was based on you know the traditional bracket of this this movie versus this movie, and we broke it down to number two. And so, two. what were the seeds of Princess Bride and The Lion King? Uh, the original seeds, like where they were ranked in the original. So you, uh, it should say on that list right there. Um, I think Will and Logan are looking. So at that Princess right Bride now. was eight out of sixty-four, and As it should was be. ten out of sixty-four. Okay, right. and so we got some upsets yeah. in this bracket. So you mean there were there were, in the initial two hundred movies that were voted on more than the two that are in the finals. Is that what, is that of, what I'm of the 200 movies, Princess Bride was the eighth most popular, right. and Lion King was the tenth. Most so, what popular. was the most popular? Uh, Endgame, I'm pretty sure. Endgame, right? Oh, Endgame is uh, number of three. Did you say right? that? No. Well, then what the hell? Why didn't it? We, well, it for, lost to somebody along the way. Princess why? Bride. Why was why wasn't it Empire Strikes Back? Because that would have just swept it. Is that why it wasn't on so there? So the way that worked That's is we we had the separate Star Wars voting when we had the two hundred to kind of narrow down. Return of the Jedi beat Empire Strikes Back. Yes, I don't believe that. I, it no. did. It was shocking. I just to don't me believe as well. it. And and uh, we've had this conversation that we think Star Wars probably could have edged out Princess Bride if it was Empire. Yes. But uh, because I think a lot, I like uh, Return of the Jedi is my favorite. But like, oh, that, there's nostalgia in there. We've discovered but the bias. It was, no, it was it was just pure empirical <laughs> numbers that we went with here. So Honestly, it edged out by like it, it was a pretty good. I think it was like seven or eight votes for Return of the Jedi over Empire. It was Destiny. <laughs> so if, it was the Force at work. Was. That's what it was. Honestly, I say the first movie and like the second movie and third movie were okay, decent, the best. And then every other movie besides that kind of sucked. Uh, Phantom Menace was great. So one of the things... Oh, okay, we're not debating no, no, that. Right the new Star Wars right movie sucks. Okay, so <laughs> one of the things cool. that, that surprised <laughs> McKaylin and I when we were talking is that there's no Marvel movies in the top two. I expected no. that Endgame would go to the final two. The time travel is um, too wonky. The time, it had no rewatch what, value. What do you mean? That, that, that's like the coolest part. You mean it's weird that the time traveled or like once they go back in time, it's weird? Because I thought that was like the best part, where you go back to the previous films and are like screwing around, but doing different things than what we saw. And Captain and America's like battling. And you the entire continuity and effectively neutralizing all the other films, and now you gotta remake them because like but, something right. happened. To now we get Nebula. shows. Or maybe it's a multiverse now, and that's right? how they introduced it. Yeah. Yeah. Then how did Nebula travel. see future Nebula's memories? This, this is true like, about every time travel movie ever made. Uh, and that's why none part. of them are in the top two. None of. Speaking of time travel <laughs> movies, Back <laughs> to the Future should have won. But it, it also doesn't hold up if you try to if you scrutinize the time Back travel. Back to the Future, you can't scrutinize time travel. How does Biff If you back? can't scrutinize it, then it doesn't deserve previous 2015. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's it's just, too it doesn't, weird. It doesn't really it has to go. Back to an alternate 2015. Shh, don't say anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> wait. Me, so that's your way of saying that Back to the Future Part Two is actually the best one. Maybe. <gasps> uh, I can't I, stand the second one. What? There's the door, Logan. Yeah. I like the second. Yeah, me too. I like them all. So good. That's when we get to go to the future. You like the you like the third one, you like the Western one, you would Logan. Yes. 
Good job. Wait, wait to hold that. Do you remember when we like actually were on that day in 2015? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, it was like October 12, 2015. And I was like, I where are my flying cars? Today Where's my hoverboard? Day of the future. Where's yeah, my hoverboard. Yeah. I remember that. They had such high expectations no. for us. I will say though, in the brackets, that that was like the hardest sort of, we'll call it region for me because it had Back to the Future, The Princess Bride, and The Matrix, which are some of my yeah. favorite movies of yeah. all time. And only one of those was gonna get out of that. So the fact that it's The Princess Bride and not is good. Back to the Future, which is my personal favorite, I'm okay with that. Like, I, I ex- if uh, Princess Bride wins, I accept that. At this point, we've got no. about a five minutes feet. before we have <laughs> to go, go to class. So I would like to go around and everybody comment on which one they think is going to win, Lion King or Princess Bride, and then tell us which movie they would like to have seen go the whole way, if it isn't there already. All right? So, Colton, tell us which, which ones. Take a guess, and the first two don't count. <laughs> I think we're going to guess Princess Bride for both. <laughs> uh, you know. That, that was his acknowledgement that, like, yes, I'm right. Mr. Dixon is right. He's always right. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, if I had to pick another movie that I think you would have liked to see, to have seen go straight to the top, uh, I wrote the bracket right in front of me. Um, I got it right here. Wally. Okay, well, which one seems like Colton would like it? Lord of the Rings. If Princess Bride did, uh, d- does not win, I would like Wally to win. Oh, oh, Wally is so good. Yeah. I mean, it is scary how accurately it portrayed I was, I was bummed future, that, that Lion King beat out Wally. I would be fine if, like, we all die, like in Wally, if the two robots get an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we didn't we die in Wally. We're just going yes, but we spaceship. did cut pretty far to that, pretty close to dying. A planet died. We did turn a planet died, except Discord for one months, plant. So. It right. got locked in a fridge for, like, eternity. Alex. Lion uh, King or Princess Bride? Princess Bride, absolutely. Um, I would have liked to have seen Labyrinth go a little far right there. Oh, me too. It's yeah. one of my all-time favorites. Mm. So I guess I'm on Team Princess Bride. Alex, what movie do you think that I should have that should have? Lord won? of the Rings. You've been arguing about the. <laughs> oh yes, of course, Lord of the Rings. My boyfriend's in there. <laughs> we had a whole ten-minute tangent about that one. Okay. Anyway, uh, personally, I would have gone with Kung Fu Panda, but since I am limited to only two options here, uh, it depends on how cultured people are. If they are uncultured, they go with Lion King. If they are cultured, they go with Princess Bride. So I'm gonna oh, go with Princess it? Bride, hopefully. Whoa. That's a fire. The uncultured yeah, cultured people. <laughs> Lion King is cultured. Princess Bride is goofy and silly, specifically uncultured. I don't think you should be a teacher anymore. That's true. <laughs> I should be teaching math. <laughs> so out of the two movies I get to choose from, um, I'm going to say Princess Bride takes it. However, I would have liked to see one that's actually not on the bracket, Die Hard 3. Ah, <laughs> with a the, the best, The best Die Hard, oh, no. Samuel Jackson. I'm done with oh, Die Hard. So We're done. That's a great one. It's the best one. Yeah. Zeus. Um, Die Hard 1 has the nostalgia. Die Hard 3 is... An amazing movie. That is an amazing it movie. It is kind of That's a fun a wild movie. Ride. That is a fun it's movie. A wild ride. Yeah. I want to rewatch that one now. Like, oh man. You know, that was originally not even a Die Hard movie. It was supposed, it was a different movie called Simon Says. And then they actually, like, oh, you mean the third it. one? Yeah, they actually said, we could make this a Die Hard movie, put John McClane in it, and that's what they did. 
I mean, I think that's the problem with a lot of action movies. Yeah. Is that I mean, you could really just pull out any the, the main character yeah. and replace it with any other action John McClane. movie. John uh-huh. McClane. Well, but they, they made the plot. Like, Die Hard 2 is just any other action movie. Yeah. Die Hard 3, they tie into it being Hans's brother. Like, it's a better sequel than Die Hard 2. Oh, yeah. oh no. Way better. It's so I much totally better. agree. It's but so it, good. Plot-wise and just actual movie-wise. Yeah. They like, skip Samuel over that Jackson map problem, really though, Samuel which Jackson is kind of so offensive. Good. He adds so much to that to get that kind of buddy. Oh, yeah. And quotability. wonderful character. Yeah. Oh, that oh, was oh, just the best. So, <laughs> all right. Um, I want to see uh, Princess Bride win, and I'm not sure whether I'd rather see Spaceballs or Avatar win, but, like... Uh, space, space, Spaceballs, definitely. Movie. Both terrible films. How dare you? Spaceballs is, is good. Balls? Don't talk about Mel Brooks like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm on team <laughs> Princess Bride, and yeah. Back to the Future would have been my pick. Um, all right. Uh... Uh, uh, on his way to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Every wife had seven sacks. Every sack had seven cats. Every cat had seven kittens. Kittens, cats, sacks, and wives. How many were on their way to St. Ives? Somebody just one. does not want to go to class. It's one. <laughs> it's Done. one. I thought Logan was going to answer that. Calls himself a fan. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Come on, guy. Come on. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Should have won. <laughs> okay. so, um, you never said, are you on Princess Bride or Lion King? Yep. It sounds as though Princess Bride is the favorite around the table. I think it will He's, win. But Mr. Jason is the favorite around yeah. the school. And um, and I would I would choose Princess Bride myself. That wasn't my question. I then again, we are to, going around the circles. I'm like, <laughs> I, I would have liked to see Return of the Jedi win. We gotcha. But, which one won in the school? All right. All right. Well, we are going to have to cut uh, here, no, and we'll have we to need, have a conversation we need to know. with uh, Mr. McCullough no, and myself. The world needs to know. And uh, you will find out this afternoon. Eh. All right. Is it going to be announced at the uh, at the, the pep rally? The pep rally. Yeah, we're going to give like a little envelope to the MCs, and they're going <laughs> to open I, I, it up. All right, and we are now here to unveil the uh, the official winner. Um, so I'm here with Mr. McKylan and Mr. Cannon again. Back again? Yes, hello. And uh, so, Mr. McKylan, who is the winner? Let me let me just take a second here and unclasp un- un- the uh, envelope and look closely at who the winner. Oh, it is uh, the Princess Bride. Is our wow. This is the movie that VHS has declared the best movie ever. Which is I'm I'm both pleased and a little surprised. Well, you know, we did a podcast earlier about we knew that the two finalists were The Princess Bride and The Lion King. Yep. And one of the questions I asked was where were these two movies seated? Yes. Right in the original 1 through 64. Not um, that tournament. high, right? It was, or it was eighth. Eighth, eight, yeah. Eight and ten. Eight and ten. Okay, okay, okay. So, so the slight upset. So it, it would make sense that you are a little bit surprised. Right, right. Right? I had thought that Star Wars and Marvel would perform a little bit better. How come? Well, I just feel like the popular popular conversation is more centered in like Star Wars, Marvel universe than I would than like the Princess Bride. Like mm-hmm. it's like a little bit more of a like unique movie. Like I, I think I viewed it more as like a niche fandom group versus like a overall everything everybody knew. Um, but I'm very pleasantly surprised. I think as a expression of like the best movie our school could come up with, it's like 
charming and funny and witty and it's just a great overall movie. I yeah. think it, in the era of like the big blockbuster, it's kind of heartwarming to see the small, quirky little movie uh, from yeah. Good. I, I co-signed on that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I I thought it was going to be Star Wars versus Endgame, right? For the final two, and it's kind of. I agree. It's nice to kind of have something that's more of like a classic, you know, something from the eighties. Like, right? That was Ken and I. We we came out of that that generation, you know, Old and man. so it's kind of nice to see that right. that little little touch of nostalgia there. So I think I was thinking about this, and I think the reason why, for example, our Star Wars and our Marvel movies got seeded so high is because they have such a broad audience appeal. Right. Right, so like, and and they're designed that way because they they want to get as many people into the seats of the theater as possible. So they have to have broad appeal. Right. But I think when you sort of whittle it down to like what actually makes people feel good when they watch a movie, you open it up for something to sort of come out of uh, a bracket system like this, like The Princess Bride or even The Lion King for that matter. Yeah. Right. And even though, you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for Star Wars because I'm of that, you know, generation and, and I don't know, that's right. what I like. Right. Um, I'm all on board with the Princess Bride winning. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. it sort of feels like the Rebels beat the Empire a little bit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the things we talked about this morning at our, our previous portion of this podcast previous portion of our podcast mm. look at that how's that for alliteration very um, so uh we talked a little bit about how the lion king has a hero's journey but mm -hmm. princess bride doesn't and we didn't really stick to that conversation too long but does a movie require to have that sort of hero's journey to to be a good movie and i think mr mckylan i feel like you would be fascinated by this question does, mm -hmm. does the princess bride contain a hero's journey I think it certainly does in a, in a certain sense. I think I think one I think one can be overly prescriptive in how one looks at the hero's journey. Like I think if you go and Google like hero's journey cycle, you'll see like you know twelve evenly designed steps that are in like a little <laughs> circle. Right? We've probably all right. seen that diagram. Those, yes. Those of us who have taught this before, I think if you go and read Joseph Campbell and kind of look at myths from around the world, you'll see that oftentimes it's a little more of a squiggly line than a beautifully drawn circle. So I think like, for example, like the Epic of Gilgamesh, which is like one of the first hero stories ever written, it doesn't really follow the diagram. So like uh, I'm looking at the diagram right now, Mr. Dixon pulled it up. It's a little bit more of a zigzag. Um, so I think like certainly there's an element of like adventure and you know there's an element of like going into you know the belly of the beast and re-emerging with a new perspective and like it's certainly the the ingredients are there I don't know that I could like diagram the steps for you right now but I think certainly an argument could be made that Princess Bride follows the hero's journey pattern on some level however I think there are a lot of great movies that don't follow the hero's journey at all so I, so I don't think it's a prerequisite for being like the best movie ever so when we talked about this in our previous podcast we're like there's no character in the Princess Bride that represents the traditional hero like we can make a case for Inigo or whatever right but how about this try this on yep Fred Savage 
the little kid who's sick in bed having the story read to him, yeah. he's the hero. He's the one who goes on the journey, right? Like he goes to the abyss, right? He has the mentor yeah. and he comes all the way back Certainly. in the end. I can see that. I a think changed person. A changed person. Totally. Yeah. Is, this that, a, is this a kissing book? By the end, he's kind of okay with it. Right? It's okay that it's a kissing book. Right. He I is think, the hero of our hero's journey. I think it's a good argument. I think you can make an argument for Buttercup. I think you can make an argument for Wesley. I think there's elements in all three of those characters. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. You know, it's it's a great film. I think it's a great choice. It's got many memorable lines, many memorable moments. I'm a huge fan, and it's a it's a heartwarming, life affirming choice. Dare I say? Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm pleased that this is the way that it turned out. Me too. Here at Bow High School. Yeah. Me too. What are we gonna do next year? I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to announce it. Someone did pitch March Munchy Madness, which I thought just had a good ring to it, which would be like I guess like the best snack ever or something, which is kind of a good one. I don't know. You might need to get that name passed by administration. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there was a lot of people on, on when they did the, the choosing, they selected um, TV shows. Yeah, I think and that I would think be that a natural. that would be a good one, too. It could be a good one. be a nice maybe follow-up. But how do you put, like, you know, a classic sitcom, yeah. like Seinfeld, up against something that is, I don't know, like hard-hitting Breaking Bad? Like, how sure. do you do that? Right. The Walking Dead versus Family Ties. Right. Of course, I might go for Family Ties. Well, I think, was it you, John, who came up with the idea of, like, what's the thing you can rewatch the most? Yeah. I think you could apply that principle there. Therefore, Seinfeld is clearly the winner. Yes. The most rewatchable show, arguably, of all time. That's true. I haven't rewatched Breaking Bad. Not a single episode. It's too intense. But I've. But it's fantastic. But I've probably or like seen. Tree, or like True Detective. See, we're getting yeah. ahead of ourselves yeah. here, though. So. Every episode of uh, Seinfeld multiple times. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should call this. I think this All has right. been a. And uh, I don't know. Is this like an awards show, or is this like a? Yeah. It's more like the after show. <laughs> right. The, the award show. show after show. All right. We're like the people who are commenting on what everyone's wearing. That's right. Back back in the you know lounge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. All right. I'm Mr. Cannon. I'm McKylan. I'm Mr. Dixon. And the winners, The Princess Bride.